Wild horses. Like, what if we did that? <laughs> I think that's, that, that's really it. Fun. There's your quote. We just did it. Set up professional audio. It's like we just did that. We are professionals. We just did that. There you go. You you have the audio. Pull it. Hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff. And this week we're talking about Fear, the 1996 movie starring baby baby Reese Witherspoon, Mark Wahlberg, Gil Grissom from CSI, and Alyssa Milano even, who I totally forgot was in this movie. And (laughs) what a surprise to see her. Um, but it is this like very nineties movie. I had seen so it before 90. you guys hadn't. Um, what did you think? Like, give me some this first impressions. The most nineties movie. I mean, uh, it's set I in love. Seattle. It's like the music. They like sneak out of school to go to a coffee shop. <laughs> And the coffee shop has pool tables. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's like half coffee shop, half dive bar. <laughs> Very like Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes. You know what I mean? Oh, spot on. Totally agree. I didn't think about that until you said that, but you're on the money with that. And it was just so good. I saw it yesterday and I like had such a fucking blast with this movie. Yes, there are flaws. Of course there are flaws. Everything has flaws. But this movie was, I, I was screaming at the t- at my computer, like at the top of my lungs throughout the entire movie. Also, I already started taking style notes from Reese Witherspoon and wore <laughs> the same socks that she wore in the movie all day yesterday because she's a style icon. Like, Thanks for recommending this one, Chelsea. I fucking never would have found this otherwise. (laughs) This movie, I think, out of all the ones that we've watched recently, like, actually, I think, scared me the most. It's too real. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's scary. (laughs) Oh, God. And it's just so terrible because, like, you know, Marky Mark from the get, he's like a little too intense. You know what I mean? But he's like so sexy. And I was like, I'd fucking fall for it too. Fucking like 16 year old Monica would have been like, wow, a cool older guy who is so beautiful and has swoopy hair. Like what the fuck are you going to What was They made him really look like one of the nineties pretty boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you haven't seen the movie, here's the IMDb summary. And I'm just going to read it straight. It's When Nicole met David, handsome, charming, affectionate, he was everything. It seemed perfect, but soon she sees that David has a darker side and his adoration turns to obsession, their dream into a nightmare and her love into fear, the title of the movie. Um, And I think that's kind of maybe a little 
heavy handed in terms of a description before you see the movie. I also went back and I watched the trailer after I rewatched it just to see like how much the trailer gave away or prepared you. And I think actually the trailer does a really interesting job of combining little shots from different parts of the movie to give you the impression that like something else is happening to some degree, just so it's like, it tells you like the themes, you know what I mean? It like warns you what to be prepared for, but it's not giving away scenes. Like it's very much combining different things so that you can't fully put the pieces together in a really interesting way. Um, I love it. But this movie slaps, if you ask me. I didn't remember that it slapped this hard. It does. And I think that synopsis slaps too. It brings the drama and that's what I look for in a synopsis. Okay. (laughs) Very ominous. One of the things that I found like really interesting about this movie Mm -hmm. is so this came out in 96, but it was filmed in 94 Mm -hmm. and Boogie Nights came, Mark Wahlberg's like other like kind of big movie came out in 97. And the fact like he seems so like, I know like there's years because of when this came out, but it's just like, he seems so baby in this movie compared to Boogie Nights. And I think I read somewhere that like this movie kind of solidified him as like a 90s like sex symbol instead of Boogie Nights. Like fear like did it. Fear came out first, but like that, like when they were both out like within like a year of each other, like it was fear that like people were like oh my god he was so hot in this movie and blah 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 blah. unfortunately that is true but it's also not true in many many ways um I just you know this I looked up how old everyone was when they filmed this movie because I was so interested um and I don't know exactly when they filmed it in 1994 but Reese Witherspoon turned 18 in like March 1994 Mm -hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg turned 23 in June 94 and Alyssa Milano didn't turn 22 until like December 94 so probably after they finished filming so like 18 23 and 21 um for the main like characters but but Mark Wahlberg was like this I feel like was was one of his first really serious roles like when he auditioned per IMDb at least um when he auditioned the studios was originally like he's not a big enough star like he can audition for one of the goons you know what I mean like (laughs) he can play one of David's friends but he can't play David and so he took that audition and then the director James Foley was just like but he's the guy so like I'm not doing this movie if he's not the guy and that's how he got the role because he just like he he sure is perfect for it in like the absolute worst way in the sense that like you know I don't know who Mark Wahlberg is now as an adult but he sure had a laundry list of uh, violent crimes on his record and some of them like racist hate attacks um so you know I can really see how he would be able to channel whatever anger and turmoil he had in his own private life into this role um and that said while you know you can have all of the separate the art from the artist conversations and I think those are important I also think like this movie slaps and I think a lot of young girls should watch it because it's a good lesson in um yes to avoid just because someone is hot with swoopy hair doesn't mean they don't have a dark sordid past (laughs) and they won't take a ballpoint pen and scratch your name into (laughs) their chest and also just like don't find that hot because like sometimes you could be like ooh 
hot boy with issues unresolved childhood trauma yes please but just like please maybe no like men that go to (laughs) therapy are so much sexier (laughs) yeah fix fixer uppers you know yeah like this ain't hgtv like (laughs) let's let's avoid it but okay so when you guys were talking about the age of everyone in the cast i was trying to figure out how far away from marky mark was mark Wahlberg at this time and then i found out that marky mark is yes that was his name but and the funky bunch and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Um, and, you know, he was just rolling out of being Marky Mark because they were active from 91 to 93. So he was Marky Mark and then he was immediately David right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the natural progression of things, you know, sure. in the 90s. Sure. sure. <laughs> that feels right to me, you know, like deep in my soul, like that feels right. The Funky Bunch. I... My dad's name is Mark, so I always call him Marky Mark, and like I am the Funky Bunch, you know. <laughs> I love that. I also that feels right know. for you. I do feel like you are a Funky Bunch. Thank you. Just I me alone, a Funky Bunch. <laughs> this movie starting out was anybody else like really, really, really confused about the family dynamics and who was related to who and what was what and is that little boy is whose mom is who's who's the mom of the little boy I was so confused okay I think I get it um Nicole is, I could <laughs> hear I could hear the green I, I, yeah. I couldn't remember any of their names I was like Reese Witherspoon I'm like no what's her name uh Nicole is Gil Grissom's Stephen uh his Gil daughter Grissom. And then Laura is the stepmom who was also the dead mom in Casper. Oh, oh yes. Good for her. So good for her. beautiful. Damn. Uh, She's stunning. Stunning. Toby is her son. Yeah. Okay. They could have made him brunette and not blonde. Yeah, and I think that, that would have really helped with the confusion. But also like, yes. I guess lots of unrelated children are blonde, you know, so. Yes. So Nicole and Toby are step siblings. And I don't, the... Toby's real dad is like still lives in Seattle. I don't and it's like a dirtbag. Yeah. Okay. And it's I don't not, think- and the, so Steven's not the dad because there was that scene where yeah. it was a huge deal that the son called him dad. That's why I got so confused. Yes. Cause mm. I was just like, he looks exactly like Reese Witherspoon, the little boy. What's his <laughs> yeah. name? What's his boy's name? To- Toby. Tobias. Oh, yeah. That's Tobias. His name. That's know. what they <laughs> call him at multiple points. That's his name. I just well, a preposterous Toby. name for a child. Okay. <laughs> Tobias is a preposterous name for a child. Um, but yeah, he looks like so he could so very easily be blood yeah. related to, <laughs> to Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. So, yes. Or at least like, cast yeah. as a blood relative. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I was so confused. Okay. Thanks for clearing that up. The whole movie makes a lot more sense to me now. <laughs> I got it, but I don't know if that's because I had seen it before and there was some knowledge like buried deep in there. You know what I mean? Like I definitely didn't have it on a conscious level going into the movie. Um, and I did forget at first and I was called Laura at first like the the girlfriend slash stepmom because I wasn't sure like how serious they were even Mm -hmm. um but I think Laura and Gil Grissom had been together for a while who knows how long but I think they're like legit married and and Mm -hmm. who knows they have that family photo with Nicole I don't know if that's recent within like the last year that she moved up probably because kids grow fast Toby looks the same age in the photo but like presumably she did occasionally visit or whatever you know so 
Yeah. So the whole idea is that like her, her dad, mom and dad, Steven and whatever the mom's name is, we never find out. Um, it's Melissa in the original script. Oh, oh, Melissa. Then, um, (laughs) they get divorced. It's real nasty. And then Steven moves away. Right. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. And so Nicole, AKA Reese Witherspoon lived with her mom for a cool decade or whatever. And then is just moved to the dad's house for the first time. And they never say twilight to be honest. Oh my God. Am I right? Wow. Gilgrim's a little more more well-adjusted perhaps than Charlie Swan, who like, sure is a whole police chief, but also can't cook pasta to save his life, you know? Um, It's like a hermit kind of. Yeah, <laughs> a hot hermit, a hot, a hermit. very, oh, but let's not pretend hermit. Gil Grissom is not unbelievably sexy in this movie. Really oh, took me looks, by surprise. I think that was like the truly Monica's not by medium place on that. I'm in a medium place. Sydney, I was back me up. I was into this. I was the his glasses. There's like this the one. Glasses. Okay, that one scene where he's good. got the button down, buttoned down and to midway, the like round his sunglasses Chess? no there's oh. like this sunglasses thing and he he's puts like the got, little sunglass in his mouth like that he's got the hot car too okay yeah like the car, Grissom, the car. Grissom, and, and here's the thing too anybody with a private security guard hot <laughs> their house is fucking insane right yeah. like what does he do he's just I think he throws security in Vancouver. i think like home security stuff is it because like he just or architecture maybe business terms and yeah. it's like, I always got to go to Vancouver. We got to, got to get this project in Vancouver. I got to go back to Vancouver. And I'm like, okay, but I guess Vancouver is close to Seattle. <laughs> we do see that one, um, the like model that he shows his coworker boss, not clear to me, the working relationship there, but the graphics are like so ancient. It's so funny. It looks <laughs> like, um, you know, like an old roller coaster tycoon type graphics almost um and they're like it's beautiful stunning work of art like (laughs) so funny um but i but i think it's got to be like architecture like city planning or design or something it can't be city planning or design i guess if he's working with another country but um something in that vein where where Laura said to him at one point later in the movie, like, you designed our house. Like, there's steel and forced walls, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So he's definitely in that sort of business or adjacent industry. Well, whatever it is, it's obviously going well. And he's doing a good job because he, like, almost, I mean, he's, like, one quarter of a land mass away from living on an island, you know? It's a peninsula, it seems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So that's exciting. He's got a cute little security car, security guard, RIP. Um, they made such a big deal about the security system the entire time. And I was just like, this is going to be such a showdown in the final act. And mm-hmm. of course it was. Of they made such was. a big deal about the security system and the the code for the house and then they never acknowledged how all these people are getting by Larry. Larry's just letting them through the gate every time. Right. Like, <laughs> When at the end, okay, spoilers, obviously. Um, but at the end, when Larry approaches David and is like, "What are you doing in here?" It's like, Larry, didn't you just let him and all of his friends through in their car? Like, otherwise, how did they no, get here? No, 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 no. They didn't let him through. They pulled the. He, they're in the car. 
with David and all his goonies and they're driving down the street and they pass the guard shack and he says, pull over up here. We'll go through the woods and they go through the woods. Oh, yeah. Well, there should not be allowed to be roads through the woods if you have a guard on the road. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point? Well, it's not a road. Like, they park the car on the side of the road and they walk through the woods. You watched much more a plot than I did, I guess. I was literally cleaning my room while I watched this, so that's not true. But <laughs> you see a director's part. cut that I didn't see. I don't know. You pick up on details like, you know, how the family dynamics work, the fact okay. that he is maybe an architect, strength. all this stuff. And I paid attention to that one scene. That's okay. it. <laughs> Look, it's a collaborative effort. Thank God we're all here together. together we're joining puzzle we, pieces. Together, Our combined it's like skill sets. Together, it's like we almost watched the movie. So it's pretty good. <laughs> but brains can't store every detail forever. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um but yeah okay so the dad i guess is hot i'd rather see laura and the red uh convertible but sure but i'm just like i don't know i feel like maybe if you had watched csi as much as i did as a child he would have had that same formative impression on you he's not necessarily hot to me as gil grissom that's something i'll have to revisit later in life but seeing gil grissom's like step into this protective dad role hot for me yeah Mm. okay We'll explore that in therapy. Gil Grissom, yeah. That's what that's gonna have to be unpacked on my own time, not here today. But. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I mean Reese Webspoon kind of has like a great setup here. She's got it all as far as friends. She's got sexy ass Alyssa Milano, Margot, who's the bad girl, you know, with the cool 90s bob. Um, that we all aspire to have with the little pieces in the front. Oh, mm-hmm. Not me. Incredible. I can never do a bob. Can never as a bob, pop a bob. As a recovering bob girl myself, I was like, oh, I got, I got to do it again. I have to. Do as it a current again. bob adjacent girl, I felt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next door neighbor saw a picture of me with a bob for the first time and told me that she loved it like that, and I was like, I'm cutting it off right now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I hope she doesn't listen to this. Anyway, so. We're going to, we have to delete that from the podcast. Oh God. Nope. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm going to kill myself and we're moving on. <laughs> she also has it going on because apparently she has this friend that we all love. His name is Gary. And according to what Sydney told me, we were supposed to read him as a gay man. I didn't get that. I thought he was just a, the one nice straight man in the entire world, but apparently he's gay. And so amazing. That's great. That's why we're covering this on the pod. <laughs> per IMDb, he was gay explicitly in the original script. And so I don't know if they just took out the mention of him being gay and he was still intended to be a gay character, but like quietly, or if they like took that out entirely, but the original intention for sure was for Gary to be gay. I don't know if you're really able to read his character as gay in the finished movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although frankly, diversity of, of gay men, you know what I mean? Like he can be yeah. however he wants and also be gay. And I love him and I'm obsessed no, with him I and he's him. a legend he's and gay. he's a king. Um, yeah, he's and I will take that to heart, but <laughs> but that aside. No, yeah, I mean, she's got it all. She's got the two 
coolest best friends ever. But, you know, still she yearns for more because she's a 16-year-old girl. And, you know, what are you going to do? Okay, well, okay, this is my big issue. They walk into the coffee shop and Alyssa Milano is immediately, Margo is immediately all horned up for the ugliest man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, my God, he's so Look, Margo also has some things to unpack in therapy, all right? Not even like heroin she caught, you know, which is what I expected we were going to get from a character like that. He was just like, gross. Like, Can we consider that he may have been hot to some degree in the 90s? You know what I mean? No. It was like, no, it was like he was almost there. It was almost there. Like he had the outfit and he had the hair, but like together- it his was beard was bad. It was, yeah, I think the beard turned took it from like grunge to like I don't even know. And also, like I'm trying to make a rhyme, looked, and I, there's nothing that really rhymes. With I grunge. called him a uh, dirty biker, Dave Grohl, in my notes at one point, and so yeah. I feel like there could have maybe she was like really into Dave Grohl. Like who knows? You know what I mean? Maybe there's something to the like, '90s of it all. He looked it's too like, old. Like yeah. he did look forty-five, too, <laughs> right? No, I mean, like he looked way too old. Like they're sixteen. Like he looked forty-five. This was if just was, like if he was ugh. supposed to be Dave Grohl, he was like bootleg back alley Dave Grohl. Like <laughs> definitely not. So I was like, Alyssa Milano, come on, girl. Like Marky Mark is right there. <laughs> like he's, he's literally too clean right shaven. There. He's too baby faced for oh. bad girl Margot. Put a little eyeliner on him, I guess. Ooh, I would have liked to see that. Anybody with eyeliner, you know I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like, so also, do they end up going to that party that's called like fetish? Is that yeah. the party that they go to? Yeah. Love that. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's cool. It's like, <laughs> it's my first party and I'm going to a fetish <laughs> warehouse party. I'm like, go for it, girl. Go all in. Fuck James Taylor. <laughs> like we're going straight to the fetish warehouse party in downtown Seattle. <laughs> okay, but I also do miss going to like underground warehouse parties as a teenager. Like that was a big terrifying, part terrifying, of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> you were such a cool bad girl. I was like, <laughs> Monica and I were the house nice party private school girls. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even go to the house parties. Like Chelsea, I feel like you went to the house parties. I went to like to some degree, one. but I had like a 10 p.m. curfew, so I didn't stay very long. <laughs> I went to like two, and they were in second semester senior year. That's it. Killed me. Oh my god. Mine was so weird because like sometimes we would go into Atlanta and go to parties, and then mm-hmm. like we would party in fields because you know Georgia in the Did south you do where it was no I'm sorry how dare you Monica disrespectful but then like (laughs) moved to Chicago senior year and it was just like all the fun underground like raves those are the best terrifying 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 oh cool girl (gasps) Sydney in Chicago I can't cool girl Sydney is cooler than I'll ever be um but that's okay with me I'm I'm comfortable um being comfortable you know what I mean um but that said I will say this warehouse party immediately went off the fucking rails in this movie it was like somebody bumped into Logan or something and then immediately it was a fist fight and then immediately people started pushing giant columns over and then immediately everybody like ran to the roof it was like what the fuck is happening and then there's like a helicopter yeah 
yeah okay well you're missing something super crucial from right before that happened which was the very uh romantic meet cute again with them Mm -hmm. around the pole which was adorable yeah and it was supposed to be this really cute thing right they're talking they're not dancing they're just they're all eyes on each other blah 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 well my eyes were not just on them because just behind Reese Witherspoon was this I don't know a person I cannot they are beyond gender who was wearing the tiny little 90s glasses the like sporty kinds and a Star Trek shirt and they were just right behind Reese Witherspoon the entire time doing like the most amazing 90s dance moves and I was just like I can't how how did you choose (laughs) this guy to be the person in the background during this important moment in the film I was like forget Reese Witherspoon tell me more about this person right now it was incredible I hope they made it out after the cops rolled this party I didn't notice them at all so that is another incredible catch from you Monica (laughs) I don't know why. Usually I'm, I'm like only the facts. I only hear the dialogue <laughs> and that's it. But today I was like, it's the ambiance. It's everything. <laughs> but yeah, I think that it got so crazy because the cops started rolling the party and then people started running around and they oh. pushed into Toby. Is his name Toby? Bootleg Who are you? Back alley Logan. 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 Toby's the little brother. Toby's the little brother. Oh, God. Imagine Toby <laughs> at the rave. I'm all over the place. I don't know the name. I don't know anyone's name. I think that's what happened. And then everyone was like, oh, fuck, we're going to go to jail, I guess, from being from this party. I mean, this party was fucking massive. This is like the biggest yeah. party I've ever seen in my life. So, like, it was kind of inevitable that it was going to get rolled. But, like, the immediate introduction of a police helicopter is just right like, there. Seattle. Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Seattle (laughs) there must be nothing else going on except for these teens having fun um but they made the classic mistake they went up why would they run up you'd think that Marky Mark with his experience being a bad boy would know you never run up you run but it worked out you you know what I mean it did work out so yeah although I will say they ran up and I was like you're not even gonna check for Margo like I was getting annoyed with Reese Withers when I was like you came here with your friend don't abandon your friend just because she's into dirty biker Dave Grohl and then they're like up on the roof. Reese Witherspoon is about to climb down the like. It's not fire called an escape. escape. La- Thank you, fire escape. I was like, escape ladder sounds wrong, but fire mm-hmm. escape is very close, frankly. Um, but she's about to climb down the fire escape, and then she sees Margo, and she's like, Margo, and then Margo's just like, bye, bestie, like, see you later, bye. like, so, so funny. Like, where were they going? Because they were like <laughs> in the opposite direction on a roof. Yeah, like, and where, she's like, just like, are inside. they just gonna fly <laughs> off the other side? Like, I don't understand. It seemed very clear like at the beginning of that scene that their only option to escape was the fire escape but apparently not i just thought it was so funny everybody's like running for their fucking life from the police and margo's just like bye bestie <laughs> she's so chill she's just like see you later catch on the every weekend party girl bad away. girl margo is useless type of shit <laughs> obsessed um but yeah okay and that then leads to the first like romantic part with marky mark and Ugh and uh nicole god i I was like it's gonna be really hard for me to not call her reese witherspoon the entire time you'll call her reese witherspoon the entire time call her reese witherspoon the entire time i'm gonna call him gil grissom the entire time that's not his name in this movie that's not the actor's name that's just where i know him from so (laughs) i stuck to it with um what's his name is gone now his name has escaped me um girl meets world ma Corey Fogelmanis. 
Farkle. 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 Farkle that whole episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gil Grissom's Gil Grissom, sorry. She shouldn't have picked such an iconic role for probably almost two decades. You know what I mean? That's fair. Yeah. I bet he made a shitload of money from CSI. He can, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He can be okay. But I just, I feel like there's a lot of red flags with, with Marky Mark, like from the get, you know? Oh, yeah. Even if this man speaks very sweetly and politely and quietly to you at the party and is like, you're not dancing. Nobody asked me to dance. Like, don't get in this strange man's car. No, that's That's a mistake. Also, apparently it's the type of car that explodes and she recognizes that and is still in the car many times throughout the film after that. It's not the car's fault, babe. It's not the car's fault, but it still might explode on you. So maybe don't go in. It was a Corvair, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, know what that, that means, but it did say that yeah. on the car. <laughs> it's an old car. We had a family friend, I think, who had one uh, like what? in high school. Like they got her an old one so she could like drive it around the small town. And they were all like, is this car going to blow up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's a sexy looking car, but like if it's like the 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 two sides of the coin are like look sexy but maybe blow up like I don't think that it's worth it you know I just I would rather not blow up you know I don't yeah know, just me just me but I mean also besides that you know kind of like kidnapping her he also like big red flags right of way you know he uh changes the time on her watch it's gonna be hard for her to reset that you know <laughs> And reaches over and spins that little dial. He and then and he that, really tries to pull that clock trick twice. And yeah, like, and it works. Oh my god! Kind of. I know. I was like, this is kind of your whole thing, I guess. You're like time. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark's whole thing ephemeral. in this movie is he, like, time does not exist. Time is just a concept. <laughs> like, okay, Marky Mark. <laughs> um, and also, the biggest red flag of all is that he makes out with her cheek like like licks her mouth ma- oh, side of her God. face to initiate the kiss because she was being bashful as she is wont to do let her do what she wants to do she's 16 years old also how old is he they never say they never say but they, at least 21 because we do see him drinking a beer at one point yeah he's over 18 for sure i was like mm. Mm. he tries yeah. to play it off like he's about to go to college he says like maybe I'm gonna go to college in the fall that has absolutely no bearing on how old he actually is even if it's true you can go back to school at any age yeah that's not the case for him and we know this yeah but but I gotta think he was like 23 24 probably I mean maybe he was supposed to be younger but they never clarified and just like judging on yeah, the company he uh, keeps statutory. he seems mid-20s it's a little statutory right. uh <laughs> so icky so icky but a little dreamy um, uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but like imagine the audacity just being like i want to kiss this woman and she's giving me her cheek well i'll just (laughs) 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 i really didn't like that i didn't like looking at it it was so horrible here's the thing it was like oh please stop so she moved her face and then they were making out i've been licked on the face it's not nice (laughs) i think there is an appropriate time for face licking that is not the right time (laughs) it has to be consensual exactly (laughs) at my 22nd birthday party one of my friends was really really drunk and they came up to me and they were like eh, up the entire side of my face. I have never forgiven them. 
I, and I talk shit on them about this all the time. I literally told the story yesterday. So <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. People don't forget. They got long memories when it comes to licking. <laughs> I'm sure I did some obnoxious. I think this is very funny licking as a teenager. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but he was doing it in a serious capacity. <laughs> I don't think I licked anyone's face up and down. I think very possibly one of our spooky friends has licked my face up and down, but it was, it was not quite so memorable. Um, but I don't know any, any very, whatever I'm, I would like to move on. (laughs) If you think that it's going to feel like a dog licking your face and you're like, Oh, that's not that bad. No dog tongues are completely different than human tongues as you might imagine. But I didn't imagine that. So I didn't think it was going to be so bad and it was that bad. So much slimier, very bad, not good. So big red flags right away. And Reese is eating it up. She's like, oh, lick my face again. Because she's like a child. She doesn't know better. <laughs> and like, they're just like, I guess, heavy making out because he's just consuming her entire face. And then she's all of a sudden like, I'm a virgin. I can't do this. Like, girl, y'all are just eating each other's faces. Like, it's fine. <laughs> well, he was going for the tit too, right away. Ugh. Mm. I was like, this is this girl's first kiss, you know, please relax. I don't know if it's her first kiss, but it could have been. It could have been. It could have been. But yeah, she falls for him immediately. Yeah, I don't know. This would be here is blinding. This would be here is I don't blinding. know. I just feel like um, right off the bat, it was alarming to me that she was like, my curfew's 10. And he's like, that's okay. And she's like, no, my curfew's 10. And he's like, let me change your watch. But I guess it worked for her, even though it's like, babe, you know, all the watches at home are not going to also be changed. And she got home and she tried to be like, Laura, how was I to know that my watch was broken? And it's like, Reese Witherspoon, you know, when is midnight roughly and when is 2 a.m.? Like, let's be a little honest <laughs> with ourselves. Although I okay. don't think Laura, Laura called her a slut. And I was yeah. like, Laura, this is oh, your one bad moment in the movie. And, and yeah. Oh, and then she wouldn't you. apologize for it. Yes. Uh, the dad was like, bruh, should you have called her a slut? And she was like, I just said she looked like a slut. I was like, oh, it's the same fucking thing. <laughs> I will say, he, I think he did because he was like, you need to apologize for her. And she uh, and she was like, when she apologizes for calling me a slut. And I did like that Gil Grissom like stood up for yeah. his daughter. Be like, did you really have to call her a slut? But also, like, there's way more bad Laura moments in this movie, too. Like, no, no. No, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, she's so beautiful, but she's wrong, like, a lot of the time. Like, 99% of the time. Some of the time. Like, a lot of the time. She's, like, maybe sexy when you're doing bad parenting. (laughs) She's doing her best. Um, (laughs) Look, I will say Gil Grissom also made mistakes that that was a good Gil Grissom moment he had he did a lot of things right he did something wrong but he also did a lot of things right yes okay so also I was confused about what this movie was going to be because there's uh-huh. a period I don't remember what point of their torrid love affair you know where like it's pretty early on and Marky Mark is like hey Nicole like kind of out of nowhere I'd like to meet your family and I was like oh so he's I thought it was going to be that he was using her to get to her rich fucking family and steal all their shit because he was being so sus about like being like let me meet your family you know what I mean and I was just like okay it's like 
the second date. Usually people don't want to fuck around with people's family. They don't want to see them because that's stressful. Sure. I will say I thought it was going to happen and and, then it was so much worse. (laughs) Well, based on that one gross piece of IMDb trivia, you're not far off the mark of what a version of this movie could have been. If you'd like to share that, Sydney, please, because this is fucked. (laughs) So we don't get like a lot of I mean, we do vaguely get like some Mark Wahlberg like backstory in this movie that he was like an orphan and like bounced around because he was like a bad boy. But which is like uh, ridiculous. Gil Grissom is like, and then they finally kicked him out um, when he was 18. And it's like, yeah, Gil Grissom, that's how the foster system yeah. works. You get kicked out when you're 18. When you're 18. That's, that's just how it works. That's how that's it how, is. The whole thing is set up to do that. But so the original like script script was his mom went to a frat party and was like sexually <laughs> assaulted by one of the fraternity members. And it, the like, he wanted nothing to do with her and the baby and the baby was Mark Wahlberg. So he was basically using his half sister to like get back at his father. Oh, you you skipped a part, which is that Gil Grissom was the frat boy. Yeah. Steve, the dad was the frat boy who did the meanings. Gil Grissom was Marky Mark's dad and also Nicole Reese Witherspoon's dad. Same dad. Same dad. Yeah, he was using his half-sister. And the tattoo was going to say Nicole forever with the E-V-E part of ever larger because the mom's name was Eve. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad they took that out because first of all, dumb. But also... So like there was that though, where, where he was trying to get to Gil Grissom in a way in, in one it. of the drafts of the script, thank God, not the original. I, yeah. Um, I'm so the glad impression, they didn't go with that. I don't need yeah. more incest. I don't need the no. twist to it's be enough. incest. It's enough. You know? It's enough. <laughs> it's enough. Um, <laughs> it would be a through line to Midsummer, but <laughs> that aside, um, when I was 16 with my like first high school boyfriend you know the first time he drove me home he had to come in and meet my mom so I thought from that line it was him trying to be like see I'm an I may be an older guy but I'm like nice and family friendly and like respectful and like I'm not a bad guy I want to meet your parents like I think that's what it was trying to do yeah I I think that's fair I just think that he said it kind of abruptly and that's why I was like "Eh?" like he was like you're so pretty. This is a nice park. Can I meet your father tomorrow? Like that <laughs> was the vibe I got, but you know. Let me meet your daddy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but okay. There's a lot to talk about in this movie, but the most important thing to talk about is the roller coaster scene, probably. I mean, yes, oh my God. yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's the yeah. most memorable uh, part of this movie. That is the part well, that I heard about that I was like, I must watch this movie years ago. Wild horses over the roller coaster scene, iconic, legendary, incredible, untouchable, amazing, magnificent. I think um, it's just truly beautiful is it was stunning it's so it is such an iconic pop culture moment (laughs) to be fingered on a roller coaster while wild horses played like I never would have come up with that but now it's all I can think about you know yes and that that I was like taking agency (laughs) in that scene Reese was the one who was like fingering me on this roller coaster wow 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 Yes, wow. yes, 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 yes. I too yes. felt like I was on the roller coaster of emotions at the very least. You know, it was truly stunning. They bring wild horses back. It's a theme in the film. Um, 
also has a nice cover of wild horses yeah yeah a band called the sundays oh yeah okay that's a beautiful song (laughs) you guys keep talking i'm just gonna think about it for a little while (laughs) do you think if i like start asking people i'll be like so like do you like roller coasters they're gonna start like picking up what i'm laying down the groundwork do you like roller coasters and the cover of the song wild horses by the sundays sundays you should just be in the car and turn on that song and then be like, do you like roller, like roller coasters? <laughs> that's, I think, the move. Yeah, that's the move. As someone who's, like, very into, like, was it, like, carnival, street fair kind of things like that. Oh, very yeah. scared of where you were going car. with that sentence. <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't remember the word for carnival, so that's why I had the dramatic pause. <laughs> Not all the way there this morning. Um, but that's now a new dream I what do, are those back yet post-covid I hope so I think somebody went to a county fair recently oh. that I know so perhaps it takes the OC fair let's go <laughs> okay but also like the Santa Monica pier is right there guys that's true that's a good point although their roller coasters true. are baby coasters that roller coaster sucks although that's- okay sorry this is off topic but someone climbed up one of the roller coasters at Magic Mountain recently. Did you guys hear about that? That was insane. No, I did it's not. It's this really, really fucking tall one. He climbed oh, to the top. Yes. Wow. They had to like, I don't know Why? how they got him down, but I don't know. Just uh, to prove that he could. They like shut the whole park down. It's weird. Uh, you know, if they had the audio for the video of him climbing, you would have heard wild horses. He was just <laughs> screaming it, singing it as he went up. I don't know. Absolutely. That's probably more terrifying to me than any scary movie. The thought of climbing up to the top of a roller coaster without any kind of harness or anything like that. Like mm. the nausea I feel just don't watch thinking solo. about it. <laughs> oh my god we'll never not on my not on my radar at all (laughs) but yeah I mean he does we have a beautiful sexy scene and then you know you know they're they Reese is like I fuck now like just so you know like that's what happens I fuck now it's something that occurs my boyfriend's now in the room so he can hear me talking about this (laughs) duck down to try and be out of the view It is good to know that your boyfriend knows that you fuck now. So that is yeah. a good thing you, he should know. Hey, Adam, I fuck now. Just so you know. Uh, so does Reese Witherspoon. He's screaming, what? It's news to him. He just found out. Uh, but like, they go from like sexy, sexy roller coaster time to her being like, hey, baby, you want to come over tonight? My mom and where my stepmom and dad are having a sexy night in Vancouver. Uh- <laughs> the way he says, like, I'm busy, but I could come over afterwards. Like, he really <laughs> leans into that Boston accent, like, many times in the movie. But that line specifically, I had to write down the way he says afterwards. Like, afterwards. <laughs> And, okay. I can't even do justice to it because my no, my my <laughs> mouth doesn't know how to form those sounds that way. <laughs> no, no. Also, okay, what were they? Do we find out what the David and his goons were up to? Were they like robbing someplace or something like that? They were giving me crime vibes in the car when he couldn't do, come over. Do don't they sell drugs? Is that what they were doing? They That's, definitely do drugs. I don't know if they sell drugs. I feel like they're all like doing and selling drugs sure yeah there's some overlap perhaps Marty, they right, left like, their little their party house den whatever which is 
funny to me because apparently it's like Logan Stats house. First of all, it's a beautiful house. They trashed it. They and then they're just like, the we're all going to have to leave when Logan's dad comes back into town. Like how long has Logan's dad been away that they destroyed this house already? Maybe Logan's dad is in jail and he was maybe. the one running their drug thing. Oh, They've inherited well, what a fun head in. Logan's Family dad business. painted yeah. that all those beautiful graffiti murals himself, you know? Then you think Logan's dad would appreciate that they've apparently moved a pool table into the den. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, okay. Who knows? I bring that up to say that, like, one, she makes her fatal mistake there when she gives Marky Mark the code to the high-tech And says, like, I'll be asleep. Let yourself in. Girl. Oh, girl. That is. I know. Mm Mm-mm. And then he's just so creepy because like, okay, I get it. Whatever. Hot, sexy, like you're asleep. And then like, oh, there's a man here, like giving you like incubus vibes, right? A little no, bit, you know? No, it's but giving like twilight vibes once oh. more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Edward in the corner what? of the room. <laughs> this movie is the precursor to twilight. Stephanie Meyer, <laughs> this is so obvious that you plagiarized 1996 fear. Like, come on, girl. You didn't even try to hide it. That whole part of twilight where they just talk about wild horses too. It's very, no, that doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the roller coaster scene in twilight. No, twilight. Guys, the roller coaster scene. It's in breaking John part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like that's that's what they do for their honeymoon instead of like going to like that fuck palace they go on a roller coaster and walk horses play <laughs> would be iconic Incredible I would iconic. watch the rewrite I would watch <laughs> Chelsea write some fanfic for this immediately <laughs> I will do a travel for you where thank Bella you. and Edward thank go you. on a roller coaster thank you thank you very much but okay so he just comes in and he just like takes off all of her clothes and is like yeah we're like we are boning right now like no we're not having foreplay i it's happening i have the condom on already i guess like it's going down like okay but also like right before he gets to her and he's like looking at the house and and her little daddy's girl bracelet oh yeah and he's like stroking the daddy's girl bracelet you're just like ooh, sir 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 Sir, sir, <laughs> sir, please, sir, please play sir? out your daddy issues elsewhere. <laughs> but it's like, okay, are they competing? Like, but is this like a, just a power struggle between David and Gil Grissom of like, I mean, yes, who's in that's control of Nicole. Like, that's, ugh, that's literally what the story is. And it's so ancient, so medieval. And Nicole <laughs> so many times tries to be like, I have agency in my own life. And they both just go, no. nope no you don't and she takes her agency and that but they're both like so controlling you know like his reaction so okay right they then they have sex that's what happens they she loses their virginity they don't talk about it beforehand you know what i mean he's older he should know better but no words are spoken no words being like hello are you ready to have sex for the first Uh, time right now words are spoken we're gonna do it David. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. That's perfect. I mean, it's not like she wasn't down like she was, but like there's a, a talk should be had. I would say it's her first time. Put a towel down. Yes. Come on, poor thing. Um, but like, what was I gonna say? <laughs> Got distracted thinking about this. Also, her lingerie was really cute. I'll say that. She knew it. She knew it was that. Also, it was white. 
which was like a whole like virginal like trope whatever the fuck and I was like okay I see you I know what's going on here I've seen movies before (laughs) spot a visual theme Mm -hmm. yeah 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 um but like oh this is what I was gonna say later on when they find daddy-o finds the fucking trojan condom wrapper nice product placement for trojan there um and he's just immediately like now i control your life and if you breathe you have to ask me and if you go to the bathroom you have to ask me it's just like what a horrible response not helpful at all like just like lifting up the freaking yeah. drawbridge so the princess yeah. can't leave the home that's what it's his <sighs> which is like a absolute fucking shame because they sleep together after she gives him the code which like first of all i get text messaging is not a thing it's 1996 she can't be like text me when you get here but i don't know why she can't just wait up and then be like do a gentle knock on the door so you don't wake my younger brother to us who could potentially tell on me to our parents you know what i mean like she's got to play it low key to get away with this at all i understand anyway so they sleep together and then the next day at school she like hugs her friend Gary Marky Mark hops out of the car immediately beats the shit he doesn't just like punch him one time and he's down it's like Gary goes down and Marky Mark continues to kick him on the ground Reese tries to get in between them Marky Mark throws her throws her backwards she gets a black eye and she's like ready to be done with this she's like that was horrifying I hated that you kicked the shit out of my friend Gary way after you realized it was Gary and he was on the ground because you punched him and, and then you, you hit me, me a black eye. Yeah, yeah. don't hit we don't hit we don't um hit. like what she's like, already ready to like leave him in the dust though and Laura is in there comforting him she's ready she's ready and then Gil Grissom comes in finds the condom and is like you can't see him anymore and it's like she already decided you're undoing all this hard work she I just know. did by making her rebel because you're being unreasonable Reasonable. like she was yeah, there she, she there was on, on that own. journey okay, but also another laura is the worst moment because she's uh-huh. all like where did you get this black eye and she lies and be like oh like i got elbowed in pe class so she's like mm, let's just like cover it up with hair and makeup and like doesn't even ask any more questions to like poke and prod a little bit yeah. i was just like mm, girl I feel like, like Mm, was acting really sus about it yeah so maybe she should have done a little more inquiry but she also wasn't as sussed out by marky mark and maybe her brain her beautiful beautiful brain doesn't immediately go to domestic violence which like (laughs) good for her that that's not her first thing that her mind goes to i guess but also like Let's ask some follow-ups. Look at how cagey Reese is being right now. Super cagey. I didn't hate that, actually, because I felt like she took an opportunity to bond with Nicole and to build up trust to some degree and a relationship after she called her a slut. You know what I mean? There's got to be some repair work done first before you can get Reese, like, opening up. So I felt like potentially it was some good groundwork laid um and she was like setting up a a relationship where Nicole would be able to come to her when she was ready um unfortunately Gil Grissom did ruin that by just coming in way too hot way too hard yeah and also I feel like I agree with you but then like when she taught when Laura talked to Steve 
and is like, oh, yeah, she got a black eye from PE class, and I gave her a makeup lesson. Oh, that's true. And she is I like, gave I her didn't makeup pick up on anything. So she yeah. won't look like a slut. <laughs> like, that's what yeah. she like, pretty much says. She, I think she does say that. She literally <laughs> says that. So I'm just like, can't. Laura, <laughs> she said, and so she won't look like a slut, I said. <laughs> Laura, baby. Laura. Laura. Okay. Laura's. She's got a weird fixation on this one particular thing. I know. But then also like Margot with the whole like black eye thing as well is like this just irritated me so much where, what does she say? She's like, sometimes that's just their asshole way of showing you. They love you. Like somebody send Margot to therapy. Margot has a lot. She needs to be working through especially by the end of the movie has 1 billion times more she needs to be working through, but clearly already needed some adult intervention in her life earlier on. Um, she does have a mom. Her mom is pretty chill though. And it's just like, bye, do whatever you want. Um, go hang out with this 45 year old Dave Grohl impersonator. Um, I don't know. Margo, Margo very clearly does not have a healthy uh, relationship with men for the most part. She like tries to get Gil Grissom to want to fuck her at one point earlier in the movie where she's wearing her little oh, short skirt and so she's bending weird. over being like, hello, yeah. Gil Grissom. And then like Marky Mark is in the room in that scene. It's very strange. It's a very strange moment. Um, and she she also so says weird. like something to little tiny child toby where she's like when are you gonna oh, let me ravish uh, you and i'm just yes, like when are you well, gonna blow up so i can ravish you seven right i just feel like Margot has um a bad history with dating and with men and um she hasn't she's she's also 16 you know what i mean yeah she yeah. does not have the adult perspective to be able to step away from any of this yet and then be like oh so many people took advantage of me in my teens. I thought I was mature, um, which is why Margot needs to watch this movie. That's like that's right. my takeaway from this movie. It's okay. My mom bought the movie 13 for me oh, to watch yeah. it. I turned 13, oh which was a mistake. But she was like, we're going to watch it together. And, and I watched it by myself. Um, and it was fine. You know, whatever. But it, she, she bought it to be like a learning lesson. Don't think that it taught me much, but this movie I think could be like a great teaching tool for teenage girls who get preyed on by gross older guys and you're a teenage girl. And so someone is telling you, they like value you and your opinion and that they want to hear what you have to say. And you're so mature and you're so smart. And like teenage girls get belittled everywhere to such a high degree that of course, when someone is giving you attention and validation, you're like, someone thinks that I'm a real human person. That's great. I love that. And then you don't always have the um, perspective to step away until you're an adult and be like, that person was using me. And that person was hanging out with me, a 16 year old, because women their own age do have enough experience in the world to realize when someone is being disgusting to them a lot of the time. And, and I don't know. I just feel like this movie could could help a lot of people not fall into this trap. I don't know. I wish I wish every teenage girl got to see this film and then be like, okay, avoid anybody who is like this. Yeah. So Marky Mark and Reese break up a fair few times in this movie, you know, because she's like, oh, you beat the 
ever loving shit out of my best friend and then Loki me too. So bye. Um, but then somehow he weasels his little way back into her heart with the worst apology that's ever been told in the history of the land. Like it was <laughs> in like, all of the land. He said at one point, I'm sorry that your friend was hurt. Yeah, he says, like, I'm sorry about what happened to Gary. What happened to Gary, you babe? Did. You happened. You that happened to Gary. Me. This reminded me, this is a through line to that article I read about Midsummer that was like, and then by happenstance, the parents died while Terry was killing herself. No, no, it was murder. Like, murder. That was Marky yeah. Mark's fist on Gary's face. Well, it was more his boot on Gary's ribcage, but still. I want to highlight part of that quote, actually, because I actually yeah. think it's it's so fucked up. It makes me so mad. Um, but I think it's another one of those things where it's like, if people saw this line and the way that he uses this to manipulate, like, could that be helpful in identifying it in their own lives? But he says to her, um, I didn't know it was Gary. I swear. All I saw was some guy with his paws all over you. I mean, knowing how many bad guys are out there, guys like that would you. take advantage of somebody like you, guys that I would kill if they ever did anything to you. I just lost it. I want you to know that I'm very sorry about what happened to Gary. I am, but I can't be sorry that I love you. I learned from you, Nicole. Oh. I really did. I learned that I need people more than I thought. I've always been the one taking care of things. And with you, it's different. And I want us to take care of each other. And I promise nothing like that will ever happen again. I'm sorry. Like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Fuck oh. off. Oh my God. There's so many bad guys out in the world. And I'm one of them. Like, shut up. I hate him. I hate him you so much. Worse. Little monster. Fucking works. Like, ugh. it does. And I think it's in part because Gil Grissom like pushed her right into his arms, basically. And so oh, she was yeah. already being like, nobody listened to him. And then and I then don't know. It's yeah, she doesn't even fully like buy it, maybe. I can't remember yeah. exactly. No, I She's don't think she's not sold does. until the Gil Grissom Marky Mark yeah. scene outside yeah. of the school. So Steve yeah. like ru runs her down essentially like stalks him and is like, you need to stay the fuck away from my daughter, you psychopath. Like, I know that you're a piece of shit. And Marky Mark gets real feisty um, and obnoxious. And then I was just, I've never been more horrified. Like I was like guffawing. I was laughing so hard when like Steve leaves and Marky Mark's just like, oh. uh, 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 like an ape. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, did his heart stop? Is he like giving himself CPR? Like what's happening right now? I was like, this is a odd display of. Yeah. And then you find out that he was beating the shit out of himself so he could gaslight poor Nicole. little Reese Witherspoon Nicole into thinking that his dad beat him up like who would believe that Steve would be like blah, 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 only on no. his chest only punches the shit out of someone's chest only sorry just, just punched in the tit very <laughs> right. Jennifer's body a clear <laughs> reference um <laughs> But I do have to say there is like one line in that dialogue that just cracks me up. It's like oh, yeah. so fucked up and problematic. But the way that Gil Grissom confronts him and um, he says, you know, Steve, you're really not. And then he says F slur. And I'm not going to say it because it's not my place to say it. But the way he says, like, you're really not an F slur for gay man. And I just like it's so terrible. But the way he delivers it is so funny to me. <laughs> He's like, you're really not gay. And and Gil Grissom is like, huh? huh? And he's just like, no, I'm serious. You seem like a pretty solid guy. You should lighten up on yourself. And then it dissolves into 
Marky Mark being like, you're inadequate and you have fears and listen to me and I'm hip to your problems. I know you abandoned Nicole, blah, blah, blah. Like all of this long shit. And then being like, by the way, your wife wants to fuck me. Like, I think she dies though. She definitely (laughs) dies. Like, no, stop. Laura would never. She's thinking about it. She's like wild horses, you know, (laughs) whenever she sees him. (laughs) No, she's not. Don't say that about Laura. (laughs) I don't know. I just thought that line, that line cracked me up because I never could have predicted that that would be the series of words that would come out of his mouth. You know what I mean? It took me, (laughs) yeah, it took me so unbelievably off guard. It was so funny to me. I'm so sorry to anybody who that line offends, but like, cracks me up what a strange way to confront someone He's such a own way. so funny what a way with words marky mark that's why you know he was but yeah funky bunch for so long <laughs> that's how he gets nicole back reese witherspoon back and then he doesn't lose her again until she he's like you could come to my place and she's like no i gotta go home and then she changes her mind and she's like i will go to his place after all she goes over there gets out of the car immediately sees Margot gyrating on what's his name logan I, logan's lap as Dave logan Cole. is like smoking some crack. sort of probably some sort um, of crack <laughs> some sort of yes. crack something from a pipe um and david comes over and like grabs Margot by the back of the neck she's like clearly in pain he's like lifting her up and then he's like say you want to fuck me until she says it and then Nicole, understandably, you know, she's 16. She doesn't also have like the full uh, yeah. capacity to to grasp what's going on, especially with just a glimpse. It was um, though. And with her own like emotional insight clouding her, yeah. her ability to have perspective on the situation. But poor Margot, you know what I mean? Like oh, she literally goes and gets literally raped by him because like that's yeah. not can- sensual at all he literally carries her away and she's like kicking and not kicking and screaming but kind of yeah he and then throws her over his shoulder and carries her upstairs and like yeah I almost was very terrified yes I almost was very terrified that the movie was gonna have her be like whatever this is fine this is part of my bad girl life and this is normal Thank God they didn't because they have Margot come out later like a changed woman being like, I have gone through something traumatic and I need help and support and I'm afraid. Like, not that I'm glad that that happened to her at all, but I'm glad the movie like respected what it was instead of being like, it's the 90s and we sometimes play a little fast and loose with consent like no they knew what this was and they acknowledged that in the film and that was was very important to me. So frustrating too because like skeezy dave Grohl was like oh i don't want her anyway blah 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 <sighs> like he couldn't tell that that marky mark was just like squeezing the hell out of the back of her neck making her say the things that she said like what the fuck she's in a lose-lose situation and then it was just i i totally agree with you like reese didn't have the tools to understand what was happening especially with like probably like the lens of emotional of, of emotions she was feeling seeing that scene but like it just so obvious that Margot was like coming for, to her for help about it a little yeah. bit and 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 Reese just like shuts her out completely and it just sucks because it's not Margot's fault like it's not well, the actually, story that yeah that that's is painting it to be and it just that was scene disappointing breaks my heart but also 
Nicole goes back for her. You know what I mean? Like Nicole does go back outside to get her, but Margot just has already driven away at that point. So it is like, to me, this really beautiful scene where like Nicole is understandably very hurt and upset because she thinks that her best friend has fucked her boyfriend, which is not exactly the case, obviously, because it was not Mm -hmm. consensual. Um, but, but she's got hurt feelings about it. And Margot is trying to be like, I didn't want to. And of course, Reese Witherspoon is a baby and she's having her own emotional tumultuous roller coaster of a journey um with Marky Mark and so she just like it takes her a moment and that that moment unfortunately isn't enough time for Margo to drive away and then fucking Marky Mark to like ram her car off the road so that he can confront her so scary I hate him he's a monster he's literally a monster and then he just starts like stalking the hell out of out of nicole everywhere she goes he shows up at the school and gary's like get your bitch ass out of here and he does his tattoo he that's what he does he carves nicole forever into which first of all hilarious ever for for the number four ever um incredible iconic love it um carves it into his chest breaks the pen to rub the ink all over just terrible tattoo first of all and we never see it again it's just for him nicole never has to confront it thank god um but it is just a very ugly tattoo can you imagine even if somebody that you loved and did want to spend the rest of your life with showed up with like a hastily done nicole forever tattoo on their chest like no no thank you especially no especially since my name is not nicole i'd be like Who's right. this? <laughs> Who's, Who's that? Bitch? He's Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> but even if it said Sydney forever and they showed up, it's like if you're gonna get a tattoo of my name, at least get it professionally done. Like pay money. You know what I mean? <laughs> get a nice design. Also get okay. a nice design. There's a part that I wanted to mention, like the first time that they break up, they show Marky Mark like in his bed being all sad and he's got all these pictures on his wall. And I thought it was so fucking heavy handed with their like, here's like 20 different like fun house t- photo strips of me and Nicole. And right th- next to that, you know what's right next to it? Oh, it's my mug shot. <laughs> Hung it up on the wall, just a little decor, a little decor for you. <laughs> just be like did you know that marky mark is a bad boy now you know for sure and the movie is telling you like this it was so heavy-handed i was like come on guys (laughs) um but then things just go fucking off the chain like yeah in the bad if you thought the margo part was bad off the chain is a great thing but this is bad um He attacks her in a bathroom at the mall and sexually assaults her. So that was super cool and horrifying. And like, don't forget the part with Gary, right? Does that happen before? I thought mm-hmm. it happened right after he. D- I thought it happened right after she rejects him in that moment. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it's it's so Gary, and then the car, and then the mall. Ah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Well, Gary. Gary, 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 gone too soon from this world. Gary, good is Gary. He should have gone to the mall. Should have gone to the mall. Gary was like an actual like Margot had like Margot was clearly going through something, but like Gary was being like a really good Good friend for Nicole. Margot didn't have the bandwidth in this moment to be the friend that Nicole needed. And that's understandable and okay. Gary did have the bandwidth and he stepped up at every opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put his life on the line. Good guy, Gary. Literally. Literally. Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. And then 
Marky Mark, did anybody write down Marky Mark's quote that he says to Gary like right before he fucking murks his shit? Because it was really, really fucked up. I don't think so, but let me check. Ugh, it was so No, good. the last one I wrote down was, you know, Steve, you're really not an Essler. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this oh, okay. I remember what it was. I don't remember the exact quote, but he was like, you know, where like growing up, I went from home to home because you know what I did? I burned. <laughs> I punch <laughs> down walls. I'd punch a wall and I'd just punch through the wall and the wall would come down and then they had to move me to another room and then I punched through that wall and then I punched through this other wall. And it was and it was like then they got tired of building walls, so they let me free. And I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> this man is a psychopath. An and actual like, psychopath. Actually a psychopath. And it's just so sad because Gary and tries wait, to run. You're forgetting the best part, which is then he's like, some walls are made of flesh and blood. And it's like, what? And he what? basically is like, Gary, you're the wall between me and Nicole. Like, I'm going to get you. And I'm then punch right through yeah. your chest. I was expecting him to do that thing from the second Indiana Jones movie where they just shove their hand into the hand. dude's chest and rip his heart out. You know, that's the kind of energy I was getting. But no, instead, but the energy just like, was there, though. And slammed his body over and crunched this that was the crunchiest net breaking that i've heard it was very crunchy yes. very visceral it, very sad it breaks my fucking heart because i love gary i stand gary and the fact that gary's immediate instinct was run away and not fight back i was like icon legend king yes genius like you don't fight marky mark you just no. run run and he's already run, been beaten by marky yes. mark so he knows and then marky mark caught up with him and it was like that incredibly vi- again feels very twilight to be like sprinting after someone in the force and just <laughs> that snap um oof, wow. just just wow. a lot you know what i mean poor gary marky and mark then they say the later animal. on when Margot comes over to the house, she's like, Gary's dead. He was found beaten to death in the woods, which is like, obviously we saw what happened up to Gary's death. So does that mean that Marky Mark continued to wail on him after snapping his neck? Probably. Like, that's even totally more grim that. and disgusting. You know what I mean? Ugh. And Ugh. then Gil Grissom comes out of work, finds his red Corvette or convertible, whatever kind of car, I don't know, cars. This gorgeous red convertible. Mustang, Mustang you're right. Convertible. You say that in the movie. This beautiful red Mustang convertible beaten to shit. And then there's a note on it that says, now I've popped both your cherries, which death to him, death to him. Oh, I mean, okay. Like horrible, but like what a fucking bitch slap statement. Like, yes, it was good. Like like, virginity is a a social contract, but but it was very wrong, but incredible. Like, I couldn't imagine something worse to say. Like, yes. well, oh, Jesus. But then I love Gil Grissom just being like, Eddie, give me the keys to your car. You have to get a ride with Harvey. And Eddie's just like, <laughs> and he's like, no, no. And he gives him the keys. And, and Gil yeah. Grissom is like, here I go. But then that's where the mall scene comes in, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. it is terrible. Where Marky Mark just like follows Reese into the bathroom when she's like away from Laura and Toby. And he corners her and he's just like, we get something that everybody wants, but nobody else has. And then he says something like, it belongs to you and me. And he doesn't clarify what that is, but he has also at that point assaulted her by groping her and and being like, this is what we have between us. So it's like, it belongs to you and me, like her vagina, leave her alone. Yeah, I was like, that's like only her chemistry. Like, that's how you can tell this is his first relationship because, like, 
the sec the lust part you know is part of it but if you can't build the whole relationship on that marky mark come on he's like everybody wants a piece of this i'm just like okay like th th you just cheapened it i thought you were gonna say our beautiful connection but then you do the worst absolute worst possible thing and oh the fact that he like covers her mouth all of that yes very terrible up. hate it hated it hate it like I was just also really mad at the course that Steve chose to take because I get it. He was really frustrated because the cops weren't doing jack shit. Like, I wish that someone had noticed that Gary was missing so we could be like, huh, hmm, huh, something strange is afoot, you know, like this man has been stalking her. We know that. Um, but he just decides to take it matters into his own hands, finds their house, the house of the Goonies, and fucking destroys everything that was such a stupid boneheaded move like why but, would he provoke them like that it just and now you've committed a crime I'm sorry I don't know if I saw a shrine of my 16 year old daughter like a creepy shrine like saw the daddy's girl thing engraved with David's okay, yeah, girl was, it's a David's girl it's a David's girl there was like a weird like the Chucky doll the Chucky doll the weird oh religious like shrine with and her he face. photoshopped himself a into picture? the family yes and yeah. also like Where her he, underwear he gets Laura and he gets nicole yeah and toby too i guess he's like, like yeah i'll have toby as my son <laughs> i probably would have been like you know what we're gonna fuck this house up like uh-uh absolutely not <laughs> i don't know i get it i totally get it from an emotional standpoint yeah. but i also feel like destroy the shrine destroy marky mark's room we don't need to go around the rest of the house breaking pool cues and stuff. You know what I mean? Like drum set. We only really need to have one enemy at a time. I feel yeah. like, especially when you already know criminals. Yeah. Especially though, when you already know that this is someone who has like hit your daughter, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I get it, but I also feel like if we have any concept of, of the violence he's willing to commit, and we do because he kicked the shit out of Gary and he hit Nicole, whether on purpose or not, when he was just trying to shove her out of the way. And then he beat the shit out of your car and left a note that said, now I've popped your both your cherries. Like, I don't know. I just feel like one enemy at a time, one enemy okay. at a time, because no, that's totally the agree. only reason that at the end of the movie, Logan and all of the other guys are like, yeah. yeah, we'll go with you to beat up this guy. Like tooth for tooth, eye for eye. It's like, you have now, this is now a much larger problem than yeah. it, than it would have been previously. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. But wouldn't the car be like enough to get the cops involved as well? You'd think. And then also on the phone later, he's like, they assaulted my daughter in the bathroom and the cops are just like, we don't care about us. I guess like, right. That like, is, that's what really that. pisses me off too, because People, whenever you talk about like police abolition or, or reform even or whatever, people are like, if there are no cops, what are you going to do if you get sexually assaulted? And it's like, first of all, the cops already often do not do anything when you get sexually assaulted. Yeah. <sighs> whatever, oh, whatever, so whatever. Anyway. Yeah. But then that's another conversation. Um, <laughs> we'll do a whole nother episode just about that. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is such a, a continuing theme in horror movies that police are useless and, and you can parse how much of that is reality and how much of that is plot device on your own time. Um, but in this particular movie, they do absolutely fucking nothing the whole god ass time. Yeah, no. And then, so now we're, they're back at the house, right? The family's all together. Margot shows up, lets them know that David 
Gary. Oh, God, David. Gary is dead. Excuse me. Um, and so you're like, oh, oh God, things are hitting like boss level. This is people the are being level. murdered now. People are oh, being yeah. murdered now. Um, so we've we've changed the game a little bit. And then like they're they don't have any time to fucking prepare because they're already there. They're already outside, they already cut the phone lines, like they already disconnected the the system, which is they super- already have the code to the house because Nicole was never like, hmm, maybe we should change the code after my psycho ex-boyfriend and I broke up. Yeah. Ugh, she like, is a teenager. A lot, yeah, was, like, she's got a lot on her plate. But also, like, I feel like maybe we make that a priority. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. But I will say that this fucking ending scene was just fucking awesome. It was so good. It was very, okay, The Purge got their idea for The Purge, the first one, from this movie. Just saying. That's Everything came from this movie. Everything came from this movie. The entire Twilight Saga. The Purge. <laughs> <Everything>. <laughs> So that's the, the entirety of cinema that's yeah it. that's cinema. i've never that's seen cinema. another movie <laughs> no i am um, certainly not 40 how many episodes have we had 40 others <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean like just so epic the the line that i just absolutely love that sets the scene is like right when marky mark is using the code um so Steve gets the door, locks it the last second and looks through the little peephole and Marky Mark's there looking sexy as all hell, but spooky as all hell. And he's like, it all could have been different, Mr. Walker, Mr. Walker, like that. (laughs) You should have let nature take its course. In the end, it will anyway. So let me in the fucking house like that, like a demon. And then it's crazy. (laughs) Apparently, Marky Mark improvised the screaming, let me in the fucking house. And that was Mm. not in the script. And the director did not want it to be in the movie because he was like, that's corny. And then the producers were like, actually, we like it. And they had to add it back in. And then it's like the most iconic line from the movie. It is so iconic. There are three iconic parts. Wild horses, on the roller coaster, him thumping his chest, and this moment. (laughs) There's Um, one other that we didn't mention um, that I was almost like, should I warn them about this scene? And then I was like, no. Um, and I would say also the Gary murder scene is iconic, but I had completely forgotten about it. So maybe it's not as iconic as I thought, but the part that stayed with me was the roller coaster scene. And then the doggy door scene. Um, I fast forwarded through that. I can't handle like dog, like animal, like unnecessary animal violence. So I was like, nope, 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 nope. (laughs) It was so fucked up. That's how they fucking let you know that they're about to murder everyone. (laughs) Poor Toby's like, what's the dog's name? Kaiser. Pep, pep. Kaiser. Kaiser, you look weird. Bored <laughs> out, head stump. And then the fucking psycho blonde guy sticks his head through the door like his name is like Nobby or something. Yeah. Which is is, is it Dobby? <laughs> Nobby. They have insane names. One of them is named Hacker. Like it doesn't make any sense. Good for them. Good for them. Hacker, Nobby, Logan, of- and David. And David. It's not a ragtag group of miscreants if they don't have fun little names, okay? And David, they tried to give him a fun little name and he, he was so scary that they were like, no, you do whatever you want, David, okay? No <laughs> nicknames for David. <laughs> but like this whole series of scenes is so badass because like everyone in the house like gets their little shine to do something dope. Like mm-hmm. straight up, is it Nicole who like probably murders that man who was right behind Toby? By she, like, sh- 
with the umbrella. Yeah, she shoves him with the umbrella and he falls like how many feet all the way down on his Definitely two stories. Yeah. I know Scream came out this same year, um, 1996, but that they both have umbrella attacks in them. I just think one is a clear reference to the other and I don't know which is which. There's no way to know. There's no way. What is a clear reference? I have to say, just based on how many things are a clear reference to this movie, Fear, I got to think, you know, maybe something leaked from production since they filmed it in 1994, probably before Scream was filmed, but also Scream is the blueprint. So who knows? Mm. Yeah. This is the low key blueprint for everything else. It's just, this uh, is the unknown secret um, national treasure blueprint. Like you have to decode some shit to find out that this is the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a second, I thought you were saying that this was the blueprint for National Treasure, and I was probably, like, not at probably. all. Not <laughs> even at all. But okay. <laughs> but I mean, so many well, good like Cage wants what Gil Grissom has. Maybe yeah, it's true. There's so many bad bitch moments though. Like, is it Laura who like drills the fuck out of that dude? Yes. Hot, awesome, dope, amazing, incredible. Me? Laura's great. <laughs> she has. She's a beautiful woman who has some flaws. Okay. She's very we complex. Should have let them kill Gil Grissom. Um, I think probably because they do get Gil Grissom. Okay, so it's like they they do kind of chase them away from the house to some degree. They they push that one guy off the gutter or whatever, and he falls two stories. Uh, Nobby gets his hand drilled with a power drill. Um, lots of bad shit is happening. And then finally, Larry sees like the flickering light SOS, the security guard comes out to help. And he does for approximately one second. And then there's just like too many of them. Um, well, I think it's because Steve like kind of made it seem like, I don't know, they they were too confident immediately. Once they had yeah. the guns on David and was it, what's it? I don't Dave Logan, Girl, probably. Don't yeah. Logan, that's his name. I keep forgetting his name. Um. They were like, oh, we got this in the bag, motherfuckers. Like, ha, ha, ha. Just like, there are like 20 little fuckers here. Steve's like, oh, they all left. Like, no. No. around. And now they have guns. And Larry's down for the count second one. And then Steve is fucked over second two. So it's just like, two older men against 15 youthful, insane people. Like, there's no five, but but yeah they're not holding back you know what I mean <laughs> but they bring Gil Grissom back with like a gun under his chin and then they're like Laura you have to decide if you're gonna let us in with Gil Grissom or we're gonna come in without him and like I get it that's her husband she does not want to watch him die but also your son is inside Laura you've got two teenage girls inside like sorry to Gil Grissom he's ready to make the sacrifice like what if we let him what if we maybe, let him but here's the thing maybe her prenup is like if I get murdered, you get nothing. So she's like, I can't let him be murdered. Great. What a that fantastic clause. That is an important clause to put in any prenup. Um, I don't know. Obviously, it all worked out in the end. And so maybe she made a choice. But I just think you got to protect your kids first. And Gil Grissom was on team sacrifice Gil Grissom. And I, and I just think, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have change anything other than Gil Grissom would be dead. Maybe, maybe Gil Grissom was um, the turning point that helped them. I mean, he was to some degree, you know what I mean? But, but really what was important 
was little Toby climbing out the window, getting in the car. Who knew car phones would be such an important plot point, but they truly are at like two or three different points in this movie. But yeah, okay, I can't even remember now. Like, how do they win? (laughs) I'm like, how does it happen? I just remember Marky Mark getting fully yeeted out of a window. Oh, and I also remember him uh, running upstairs because Logan's up there and immediately goes to try to like be an absolute <sighs> Nicole and <laughs> David goes up and he was like <laughs> shot in the head point blank range well that's because Logan was trying to like sexually assault Nicole and oh, I know David yeah. was like absolutely not and then he's like I'm gonna kill I'm gonna kill your daddy in front of you and he turns his back and she just like goes ah! with a peace pipe Fully stabs him. Oh, with the piece I bet he bought her at the carnival or won her at the carnival. Wow. Yeah. But it was a combination of Toby running that guy over. Um, Mm -hmm. Toby fully runs over one of the bad guys. And then he goes and he gets the keys to the handcuffs from Larry's dead body. Don't know how he knew about that or where Larry was or whatever, but he somehow knew. He goes and gets the keys and then. Yeah, truly. And then Laura and Gil Grissom were freed to start fighting back. Um, And Gil Grissom, like, gets his hands undone. And then Reese Witherspoon stabs him and a scuffle ensues. And then Gil Grissom, like, he doesn't really pick him up over his head. But I like to imagine him holding Marky Mark over his head wrestler style before Uh. he throws him out the window. But regardless, he throws him out the fucking window and he gets caught like on the rocks down below by the ocean just yeah okay an ending that he deserved yes something that I really would have liked for the ending though is -hmm. when he splats that like his shirt sorry it's so dark um (laughs) when he splats like his shirt rips open and you can see Nicole forever (laughs) like that I think that that was a huge mistake that they didn't have that that would have been the the tattoo never came back around yeah and so you see him with his chest and like, what was his end game here? You're gonna kill your family and then kidnap her and then like go like live happily ever after. I guess Stockholm syndrome was his end game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, remember all the fun we had? Forget about that time I killed your kid brother and your best friend and your dad and your stepmom. You know, and your mm-hmm. other best friend. Like everybody's dead now. And Larry. And right. Larry. <laughs> and, and your Kaiser. dog. And Kaiser. <laughs> Uh, yeah what a film you can't what come back film. from that but I guess oh. Marky Mark was just like well I'm not giving you a choice so yeah yeah I will I say am. though while the ending it was like yay he's dead I did feel like a little like wait that's it yeah it was just you know what I mean like oh. I would have liked maybe just like five more minutes of something because yeah. then the credits rolled and I was like I was just terrorized i need some aftercare immediately <laughs> no, like after they that. did have yeah. a group hug but it just was not not it wasn't long that enough is group fine. Hug. <laughs> but i did like that nicole and margo hugged you know what i mean that was yeah. Yeah. sweet and then i liked that when the credits rolled kaiser was in the credits and he was played by a dog named banner yes banner the ending absolutely slaps but you're right it's so abrupt after that yeah, um, it's just like there's so many uh, traumatizing repercussions mm-hmm. for this film, and we, you know, it would there would be a whole nother film just about how Reese yeah. Witherspoon copes with this. You know what I mean? Right. That's the thing. Like, I don't know what they should have ended with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't I know if, if they better. cut to some other day. I just think that would be probably too much. 
yeah to be to be like and and she went to therapy you know what I mean like what would that scene be that would make sense and also work with the pacing and also be a worthwhile scene to include without adding too much time you know I don't know what it would have been so I have no suggestions but the whole family plus Margot is on vacation (laughs) together having fun that's it (laughs) they're all we gotta be together yeah it's just them in group therapy like (laughs) hug. um but okay let's get to our segments because I feel like there's a lot to be said here. Yeah. Um, How could it be gayer? We could have escaped this entire thing by Alyssa Milano and Reese Witherspoon being lovers themselves. We could have just had that for the movie. Who says that's not to come? Oh, I would love that. What The roller coaster part two with two women. (laughs) My God. (laughs) If you think it couldn't get any better, it just did. You know what I mean? But also, it was great that, you know, even though it's not clear at all in the film, Gary's gay. That's great. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Representation. Another time where a beautiful gay man is murdered in the film. How cool. Love that. Great. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, 1996. <laughs> um, but he is a star and he had great hair. So, like, we will remember him always and treasure him in our hearts. Um, but I don't know. Any other opportunities for it to be gay the goon squad could have just all been gay for each other and like just maybe they were you know I don't know for sure they weren't um like that while Marky Mark does explicitly say that Gil Grissom is not gay I don't think that's really Marky Mark's place to decide I think Gil Grissom could have been a by Gil Grissom and Laura could have been a double bisexual couple who knows I feel that energy right it does kind of fit Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm the He's vibes are spot on energy and also he himself is bi so it's like a yes it's yeah great. love that Big for that energy over there <laughs> um but yeah I feel like Reese could have been you know she was so young she could have she's still figuring it out she's still gonna figure she, it out and Alyssa Milano she, will help her along the way Alyssa Milano I think is there already you oh, know Alyssa Milano's already Alyssa there. Milano is there look at her she's she's there the vibes are immaculate. <laughs> Talk about by energy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that covers it. <laughs> okay, but where would our baby boy, Maddie Lily, be in this? Anywhere he wants, honestly. <laughs> like, he is the perfect age to be in this movie because it's the same year that Scream yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. He could do he would have been an iconic and less terrifying Logan, I think. You know what I mean? Terrifying in a yes. different way. Yeah. But... but- more age appropriate see, and sexy. yes more age appropriate would have made more sense for Alyssa Milano to see mm-hmm. Maddie Lilly across the way and immediately zero and instead of this like 46 year old biker looking dude yeah um still a bad boy still like rough and tumble you know what I mean yeah. not clean cut next to Marky Mark he could still be a little rough we could get like hackers Maddie Lilly you know what I mean yeah a little longer hair and he, or he could have played the character hacker in this movie um, he could have you know, grown like a goose. goatee which like definitely screams Ooh. like I'm a 90s bad boy yes. so like but I he- think Logan would have been the perfect role for him nothing yeah, says I- bad boy like a soul patch you know <laughs> A little cum catcher. Mm, I hate that. Mm, I hated it so much. Oh no. <laughs> but also, yeah, I would have no, brought it him back. back. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> Maddie Lily, you could step all over this movie and do whatever you want to it. You would fit right in, baby, please. <laughs> um, but okay, dumb bitch. I mean, it's Marky Mark. <laughs> A little bit the dad for trashing the house for me. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like he's doing his best and with his rage issues, you know, his uh understandable rage issues, but I think it's the dad and Marky Mark for being in this like constant battle of wanting to be able to ne- control oh. Nicole. Yeah. It's like ownership yeah. of Nicole. I'm like, oh, yes. okay, cool. Yeah. And also Laura gets a honorable mention no. for calling her a slut. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. Fine, fine, fine. Uh-huh. For that moment. For that moment. Yeah. Yes. And also for, for moment, like 100%. after like, it's pretty clear that he hit Nicole. Laura's like, come to a pool party at my house. It's fine. Like, no, <laughs> Laura, come on. Yes. By the swoopy hair. But, but, but come on. I, I did take her You're point that adult. was like, she could sneak out and see him. At least if she's here, we can be like supervising. You know what I mean? Yes. I understand that to a degree, but, yeah. but you're right. At some point there is, um, good parenting and there's overly permissive parenting and when you let Marky Mark throw you into the pool for me that's where the line gets crossed Um, but but I think you know it's it's easy to say that it's Marky Mark because he sucks so hard um Mm -hmm. and so of course he's a dumb bitch but I also think um Gil Grissom is the one who makes like the dumb mistakes you know what I mean like yeah. he really steps in it by by when he finds the condom wrapper and immediately is like you can't see him anymore and it's like she already wasn't seeing him yeah. anymore read the room like Come on. take stock hey, of the situation trashing. yeah and trashing the house dumb bitch um but but I am perfectly willing and ready to support Sydney's suggestion which is they co-share the honor of being the dumb bitch for this movie yeah. for their weird um patriarchal power sh- struggle mm-hmm. yeah no it's a tie it's a tie it's a dead tie the <laughs> smart beautiful angel bitch award goes to gary <laughs> and King, also toby King, King. the smartest man the smartest toby. In this movie. Yeah. sweet baby baby king baby king toby like Genius. they would all be dead Committing- if toby didn't run that man ah. over and unlock them and like called 911, which didn't really king. save them at all, but also, you know, an important step in the process. Yeah. He's seven years old. He's already committed vehicular manslaughter. Like he <laughs> is a king. Christ. <laughs> Poor Toby. <laughs> Poor Toby. He's seen too much in his, his short, short life. Um, yeah, okay. I feel like this brings us to our knives out of fives. And I'm really excited to see what you guys rate this. And what, what did people think? What did the world think about fear 1996? <laughs> it's actually the most fascinating one I've seen so far in terms Ooh. of rating. It's so interesting because it got a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, which sure, whatever. But Rotten Tomatoes, it's what's really fucking interesting to me because it got 43% from critics, which is rotten. And it got 78% from audiences, which is really fucking fresh. Like that is a huge yeah. discrepancy. Oh, that's that is big. an insane wow. discrepancy. Um, 43%, yeah. like almost 40% to almost 80%. That is insane. I can totally see that though, because for me, like this movie is like maybe critically, it's like, oh, it's dumb dumb. Oh, <laughs> it's a little trite. Oh, it's Marky Mark saying Mr. Walker, like that kind of shit. Like it's 
a lot. But from uh, me, Monica Height perspective, I was like literally screaming at the top of my lungs, yelling at this movie the entire time. It was how they so considered. Fun. It was a how fun this movie is, and how important a lesson it is for teenage girls. Yes, it's a great. They didn't consider none of those critics have ever been a teenage girl. I bet that's probably not true. I'm sure some of them were women, but you know, maybe they forgot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I live tweeted or live tweeted, live texted y'all <laughs> this movie the entire time I was watching it. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> that's exactly the energy. Yeah. <laughs> I was screaming. Poor Adam was trying to read his book. He was probably like, what the fuck is going on? This movie is insane. This movie is insane. This movie is insane. Fire, fire. Okay. Like, I'm going to give it like a four point. I can't give it too high because you know obviously sure. it's like the it's like a four point six 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 repeating. And okay. I had, I loved it. I had a great time. <laughs> I'll watch it again. I'll watch it again today. No, I have to watch another movie for the pod today, so I won't watch it again today. But I'll watch it again. <laughs> it was great. I also like this movie, so I'm gonna give it a four out of five. Nice. Like uh, this, yeah. This movie, like, actually, even though it's like. Um, I I like thrillers. I love thrillers. This one seemed like it could be like somebody's really real life. Like, Mm. and that freaks me out. So four out of five dives for me. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I was, I remembered liking this movie. I remembered thinking that the roller coaster scene was iconic. Um, and and I heavily recommended it when we were looking for a movie to do this week. And then I did start to have some fears. Like, what if they don't like it? Like, what if this is insane? Like, should I warn them about the doggy door scene? Or is that fun to experience on your own? Because it is so insane. Um, and then I started to get worried. And then you guys were loving it. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God. Yeah, um, no, and once I watched it Great again, play. I truly was like, this movie slaps. This movie slaps. Um, yeah. Like, is it an iconic piece of art the way that I felt Midsummer was? No, but it's a really fun movie. I think it's one of those like things, like I, I'll say it for the 50 millionth time. I think it's great for teenage girls to watch, to like start to identify. Cause again, like Sydney said, this feels really fucking real. Like this shit, I know people are going to be like, people don't really go on murder sprees like this. Like, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Actually, they do. They do. Yeah. Like, there are so many toxic, violent men out there that, like, this stuff does happen sometimes. And um, that sucks and is unfortunate but I think this is like a great film to to be like this is how a grown man weasels his way into a teenage girl's life like yeah. this is how this happens um and also it's just really fun it's just really fun so I'm gonna give it like a 4.75 I think hell yeah we're on the same page I'm so glad it's so great when we all love a movie <laughs> <laughs> brings us to our movie for next week which hopefully you guys like but maybe you're not gonna um but I like it and that's all that matters um next week we are doing um okay this was supposed to be in honor of shark week which traditionally is in August and then discovery channel went and fucking changed it to July this year whatever but we are doing um a two week long 
feature. And, and so I will say both movies right now, but next week we are doing 47 meters down. And then the week after we are doing 47 meters down on cage. And I am fucking thrilled. Welcome to shark two weeks. That's the official shark two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I really, I really have to push to sell both Monica and Sydney on this concept. And then I was like, Shark Week doesn't start on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like technically <laughs> the real Shark Week is going to eat into both of those podcast weeks. So we have to do a double feature. They finally got on board. I'm thrilled. Two These weeks. two movies, Shark Two Weeks. These two movies have absolutely nothing to do with each other other than they both have 47 meters down in the title and they're insane. But I love <laughs> them. I love them so much. I've never seen either of these movies, but I absolutely love like sci-fi shark movies. Those are maybe one of my favorite genres of movies ever so I'm Agreed. thrilled <laughs> yeah as a lover of mega shark versus giant octopus I oh that's such a good one amazing and I have seen 47 meters down uncaged so I've watched that one first because they have nothing to do with each other except sharks you know nothing to do with really each other connects us sharks. all right sharks in the end um and so you know I, it can't it can't be bad I mean it could be but it can't be that bad. It's going to be fun no matter what. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'll say the first one is more of a real movie than the second one. So that's something oh. to look forward to. Wow. And I like the second one quite a bit. So this will be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> it will happen. Shark two weeks. Get ready for it. Hashtag shark two weeks. <laughs> So if you like what you heard, why not rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts? You should do it. You'll feel good about yourself after. I promise. <laughs> also, why not follow us on social media at spooky underscore Tuesday on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. The TikToks are popping off these days, y'all. Don't sleep on it. Um, and also follow us at spooky Tuesday pod on Facebook and Tumblr. Shout out to the Tumblr girlies. Hey. <laughs> Bye, Spooky. Bye. Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff, and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons, who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamara. And our podcast art is by Mary Murphy, who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore OMG. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. In the end, it will anyway. So let me the fucking out!